You are now listening to the new Old Heads Podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash New Old Heads. You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads Podcast. I am Major 7. The entire crew is here. Uh, just pending uh, the stimulus now I haven't seen anything yet. Maybe maybe by the uh by tomorrow I might see something. I haven't tracked it, so who knows? But we shall see. My man Jay Moore, the voice in Indianapolis. How are you, sir? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, just uh trying to make my way uh in the day. You know, it takes everything you got. I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> Tell me all that. I feel you. I see what you did there. My man DJ J Diff. How are you, sir? Hey, taste I'm good. What's popping? Oh man, I'm chilling, man. You been stimulated yet? I was gonna ask you the same thing, man. I'm just uh anticipating my funds to be deposited. Okay, so okay. Wayne okay. Brady after smack a hoe. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. In due time, brother, in due time. Uh live from the bringing down the band headquarters. Uh, my man Longevity. How are you, sir? I am doing okay. Thank you for asking. Oh, just okay? Yeah, okay. just okay. Yeah, just okay today. Oh. Nothing special. But okay. I will say that my stimulus is uh, scheduled to be deposited tomorrow. Okay. Hey, Jay Diff, you know what that you know what that is. He he already know. Yeah, you, he knows his. He knows when his is coming. You know what that is, right? Let me let me ask you, Mike. Day. Let me ask you, Mike. <laughs> you just use that. Did you get the uh, just, Did you get Did you get the six hundred dollars stimulus? Yes. Okay, well, I didn't. So, what's that called? Cancel. That cancels everything I just said. Then I stand corrected. Okay. Okay. That cancels everything I just said. I stand corrected. There My apologies. Go. You got that one. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Of course, I you could write man. it off on my taxes. So good. No, it was you could. Okay. Yeah, they played you on that one, so I stand corrected. Uh, shout out to the chat, man. The chat has been live uh, during the pre-show. Now, I don't know if everybody is still in here, but we appreciate you regardless. D-Frog, I see you. The Flood, I see you. Uh, David Peck came in here. Uh, he wasn't hating on his own. He didn't know he was, but you know, he kind of posted something in there because my internet game was low trying to find a, find some product, but we still love you, David Peck. Trey, I see you. The uh, let's see who else am I missing? Uh, Il Brown, I see you. Shottown, what's happening? Slot A is in here for a minute. Alex, we see you. I believe that is it. So, shout out to everybody in the, in the pre show. Naughty was, Pie uh, as well. Trey. Naughty Pie. Yeah. I missed. Did I say Trey? Oh, hey, Naughty Pie, oh. we appreciate y'all as well. Thank you. Thank you for uh, rocking with us on the, on the pre show and, and dealing with our foolishness as always. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into, first of all, let's see. Let me make sure I got. You know how to make sure I got all these links together. Um, so, Grammys passed, and you know, normally the Grammys, you know, they there's a lot of uh, I don't know which how I would say it uh, surface material that usually is uh, being reviewed there, and and we've talked about the when we talked about the nominees, we talked about uh, how different it was this year, you know, due uh, due to circumstances and. All that plays a part in terms of what's going on, but especially for the uh, best rap album, we talked about the nominees with Royce and D Smoke and Gibbs and you know, all of that and Nas. And it was really dope to uh, actually um, 
be a different type of vibe for the Grammys. I've heard so I've heard a lot of people say they enjoyed it, even you know, given the circumstances. Obviously, they had to put a production on the best way they could, but you know, just from a nomination standpoint, I heard a lot of people uh, being really excited about that category. But I also heard some people, you know, talking about you know Meg and. Uh, Beyonce and Beyonce grabbing all the awards and Roddy Rich also has some interesting comments. So we're going to try to get into all of that, and, you know, chop it up uh, into sections. But first we can talk about uh, just the actual winners. Um, I'll go down some of the winners and kind of ask you guys what you thought about it. Uh, one of these categories I hadn't heard before, so I was asleep. Uh, but best rap performance went to Savage. Uh, by Meg Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. I ain't think she wasn't going to win on that one. I know the baby was in there. Shout out to Jack Harlow, who I like. Uh, Lil Baby and Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. I did think, so part of me thought they might try to throw that one there off the said there, connection, but then... You said there was a baby so, in there? There's one baby in there. Uh, Lil Baby was in there. Mm. Uh, the bigger picture. And I actually mm. like that record. So shout out to uh, shout out to Lil Baby. Uh, Dior by Pop Smoke, rest in peace. I was on Best Rap Performance, but Meg Thee Stallion won that one with Beyonce. When you got Beyonce, you pretty much going to win, the way I see it. Best Melodic Rap Performance. Now, I guess this says for solo or collaborative performance containing both elements of R&B melodies and rap. That really could be rap, period, in 2021, but I ain't going to go down that road. Uh, yeah, Rockstar by The Baby, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Dirk, uh, Roddy Rich The Box. And which I like, um, highest in the room, Travis Scott. And the winner was locked down by Anderson Pack. So I was happy for him, man. Dude is, is super, super talented. And shout out to uh, him and uh, Bruno Mars. I'm really gonna be excited about that. Um, out of those first two categories, man, anything jump out to y'all, man? You know, I was asleep on that overall, but shout out to Anderson Pack for winning. Anything stand out to y'all on that, or y'all want me to continue? No, I didn't think anything, as far as the best rap performance, that was, in a way, it was Meg's to lose. I mean, you got Beyonce on there. Everybody who votes for the Grammys knows exactly who Beyonce is. You know, because the thing is, I'm I'm still assuming, much like any other award show, there are people that don't even listen to or know some of the songs that they're voting on. So if you see Beyonce... There's no way you got away from Savage, even if, even though we were indoors. Well, a lot of places were indoors um, for the summertime when that song was huge. And it's still huge. It still moves the crowd. Um, I, you know, I think the whole Rock Nation situation, you know, as we see it come yeah. in, in the next few years is going to be just like, you know, if Clive Davis is on your team. You know, you have the inside track as far as, you know, like no, no one should have been surprised that year. Alicia Keys won all those Grammys because, you know, when you're on J Records and Clive Davis runs J Records, I knew uh, um, what's her name? Indy R.E. wasn't going to win none of the awards if she was up against Alicia Keys at all. At all. So um, it's going to be the same for anybody who's got, uh, you know, the, the backing of Rock Nation. Because they, a lot of this is about campaigning and making sure people are aware of your nomination. So, Jay Div, not surprised there. The Anderson Pack, the Anderson Pack. I, I was, uh, I was a little bit more surprised, you know, because I think, I think he is somebody on a critical level that the Grammys like. Because a lot of times the Grammys are, it's either about somebody who has a big hit or a big name, or you know. 
most people in America have shitty taste in music. So if you say you like Anderson Pac, people <laughs> are more likely to listen to your opinion about music. And so if you say, hey, we like this, that means, hey, you, we're still paying attention. Like, this guy's really good, even though I think Roddy Rich probably should have won that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, what you think, man? Anything stand out to you in those categories? Nothing really stood out. It all played out pretty much how, how it was going to play out with it being the Grammys. Um, I'm okay. definitely happy that Nas finally nabbed the Grammy. But I was actually going to say the same thing Jay Moore said as far as that's concerned. The, the board recognizes Nas's name. So when you got Nas going up against uh, Freddie Royce, Gibbs and Royce to 5'9", mm-hmm. Jay Electronica Nas sticks out. Jay Electronica. Nas is going to stick out. Even though Jay Electronica has the Jay-Z tie, and Jay-Z is all over that album. Um, it's a Jay Electronica record. You know what I'm saying? So they they see a chance to throw Nas a bone. So through Nas a bone. Nas's album, in my personal opinion, was not the best album after that group of albums. But personally gone with uh, Freddie Gibbs' album, Fredo. Yep. But... <clears throat> It's, it's, it was recognizable. You can see Nas' name. They know Nas has been on that ballot many times, and they never gave him the time to shine. So, not to take anything away from his first Grammy, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. It's well, no, I, I I think there was you know when I saw not I I I knew that Nas was going to win this time. You know, I think it was I loved Alfredo, but I'll be honest, like I, you know, King's Disease is a record I probably played as much as I played anything else last year. Um, I really like that record. I think based on with who was nominated, I think I think he I think he deserved to win. I think he deserved to win. You know, the only I remember that I felt I remember I think we talked about how I think Jay Electronica that could have been replaced with a number of albums. Um I'm that's, severely overhyped. You know, uh, but once again, you're talking about Rock Nation. But, you know, also, I knew any album that starts off with a Farrakhan speech, that is not winning <laughs> album of the year at the Grammys. <laughs> well, hey, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. You're right. Yeah, I definitely knew it wasn't going to win album of the year. And, and Nas, Nas' album is a good album. I'm not taking anything away from that. Just saying, as far as Nas's catalog, yeah. Um, when life is good came out, mm-hmm. that should have won the Grammy that year. You, do you know what won that year? What won that year? Uh, that is 2012. Take care, one by Drake. I wouldn't have been mad at Nas winning. Yeah, Drake. I thought I not, I Nas, Nas should have won that year. He definitely should have. Life won. is good is better than Take Care. But you know, <laughs> they owe him a couple. He was, he was up against Drake. He's not winning that one. Long, and I know, I know this ain't, ain't Grammy talk, but just to sneak this in, since you brought up Drake, y'all notice that Drake's a uh, little three-track album is rank one, two, and three on the Billboard charts. It's yep. mid-grade to me. Yeah. It's decent, but it's Pop- mid-grade. But we always had this conversation, man. Just like, about sales. Drake can drop. Drake can drop mid. He can drop mid. Because his crossover appeal is so strong, like he at the point now where he can pretty much One, drop two, whatever. And three. 
But you know, he's That's also what he's doing because he's, he's got one, two, and three with Silk Sonic at four. He's also in a position where even if you don't like Drake, you have to sit down and listen and analyze it just so you can focus your hate. You know, uh, so like <laughs> they're like they're the people who Charlemagne got some ammo now because Charlemagne seemed to think that thought that Drake's run might have been up, but and we we all on here agree with that statement and i said no dropping yeah. these three songs definitely prove that yeah 100 100 let's get loan in here loan if you don't care that's cool or if you do just say something for me on this one <laughs> what's the question <laughs> grammys anything shock you anything um anything that surprised you did you look at all the categories it's only like i mean i can read uh, like we did earlier but no no i don't need to read all know the best I, rap I, album was the big I think that they're doing pretty much exactly what they do every year. Um, they're playing okay. catch up, and um, I think they're they're a little bit better. I, I think the even the people that were nominated in general seemed a little bit better than past years. Uh, it was cool to see you know Kate Trinata win a couple categories, which yes. she should have. It was cool yes. to see um, true, Thundercat you know win um, with Flying Lotus. That was cool. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the fact that Kanye West won a contemporary Christian album is laughable to me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the best rap album at the same time, I feel like it's uh, it's just it's just playing catch up for years that Nas didn't win in the past, you know, because he's feel he, they feel he's owed. And so I, I, I'm not here to argue whether or not Nas should have won in the past or, you know, like how good of an artist he is or MC and all that other stuff. But mm-hmm. me and me in general, um, it, to me, it, 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 uh, takes away from what you're trying to do when you try to play catch up for the people that are a part of it this time, if that makes sense, you know? Me personally, I don't yeah. think King's Disease was the best project on that list. I think it was maybe two or three, um, but mm-hmm. uh, but that's not taken away from. It's just a it's just an opinion show, man. So it's it's what it is. So congrats to the people that won, um, but it's it's who the, it's the Grammys are who I thought they were. So yeah, I I think um, what really bothered me other than anything else is like. Here it is. You're recognizing, you know, there's a recording industry. And at this point, we know that streaming is the number one way that people are listening to music, not radio, certainly not uh, actual physical sales. And nothing streams more than hip hop. And they still felt like to um, the best rap album. How is that still a category that is a non-televised category? You know, I think it's it's another instance of just a cultural blind spot um, that these folks have. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't a fact that they, they did acknowledge any black artists that night on stage. But, you know, there were plenty that got their due. But, you know, how is it of all the categories that you gave away on stage? How do you not show basically the biggest uh, category in American music? How, how is that a pre-show Grammy still? I think that's I think that's really disrespectful. And somebody somebody in one of those rooms needs to call the Grammys uh, out on that. You know, no one no one's going to care what I say. But, you know, maybe there's somebody who will listen to this and hear me and understand, like, if you're really about uh, acknowledging what's going on in the recording industry right now, like 
if it weren't for hip hop, these streaming services would all be in a bad way. So that's, that's a just the real. That's a fact. They kept using and they still. But it it boils down it boils down to um it's the same way in politics until, until all the boomers step aside and let some more youthful individuals yeah. take position. What we gonna keep running into and it's it's gonna be that way clear across the board on uh the the big platform things that that we watch and have paid attention to our whole lives. They still do it cut, just goes they still do cutaways. They do cutaways of Jay-Z. You always see Jay-Z on a cutaway, Beyonce on a cutaway, Meg the Stallion on a cutaway. But to his point, to Jay Moore's point about the from a televised standpoint, it's like, okay, so we're not gonna put this up there, we're not gonna show Nas and all these people, but we still showing cutaways of Jay-Z every five minutes. Like this over and over and over again. You know what every I'm saying? Ca- every well, rap category, the way the record industry is eating off of rap and hip hop. Every one of them needs to be. Uh, every one of them needs to be televised. That's you know, yeah. if you really, if you really worried about uh, ratings and making sure you can take this uh, further in the next few years, then you need to make sure that Nas. You know, if if he gets an award, he needs to be on stage and and during the televised part of the show. I mean, like like I said, that's a that's where your that's where those cultural blind spots come up. 100%. 100%. I'm with y'all on that, at man. This point, like, it ain't, it ain't, at this point, it ain't even a blind spot. It's a, a blatant disrespect. Disrespect, issue. yeah. 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 And it's just no, not I'm with understanding. y'all on that, man. It's, it's, it, it, the numbers should tell you. you sh- even if you are not culturally mm-hmm. aware, you know, the analytics should let you know that, okay, if we get an opportunity to uh, um, have – we need to we need to televise all hip hop and rap categories. I don't care what it is. I don't care who's nominated. This is what's driving our industry right now. That rap performance, I'll tell you that much. They definitely well, they gonna televise that. that. They definitely gonna televise that. That's gonna be on there. So I'm looking at the chat. I guess y'all uh the flood said uh little baby. I guess he like uh little baby's uh joint, which I did too, man. Between <laughs> MCIC, that's my guy Jalen. <laughs> What's up, man? I see you. Appreciate you coming in, rocking with us for a minute, man. One of the biggest LeBron haters I've ever seen. So I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> biggest Michael Jordan fan ever. All right, man. Let's see. In terms of the Grammys, I want to. I'm going to try to share. Uh, I want to. I want you guys to see what Roddy Rich had to say in relation to the Grammys because if you notice, he was nominated. <clears throat> I think. Uh, no, it was multiple like times. He was, yeah, yeah, he had multiple nominations, and oh, he had something to say about, you know, the perception of the Grammys and, and some of the OGs. So, I'll share my screen here, and uh, y'all, let me know if y'all can see this. I'm gonna play play you guys what he said. Uh, you need to tell me before you do this stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, my fault, Long. I apologize. Let me take it. I'll take it down and and yeah, yeah. Fuck all the shit uh, you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that down. Well, what did he say? Uh, what did he uh, say? Paraphrase it for us. I mean, paraphrase. So what he said was, uh, he talked about Kanye pissing on the Grammys and you know pretty much denouncing the Grammys and a lot of the OGs denouncing the Grammys. Um, but. It was coming from a place where he was nominated, you know, six or seven times, and he actually was happy about it. And he's like, uh, you know, some of the, sometimes the Grammys might be bigger to other people than it is to y'all, even though y'all shitting on it. I'm a young dude. I'm coming up in the game. I don't know what your gripes have been. I don't know, you know, what y'all been through in terms of the Grammys. So 
makes people it, it gives off the perception that all the stuff that he's worked towards to get to the Grammys really shouldn't be celebrated because people like Kanye are sitting on the Grammys. And you know, it, it wasn't too long, but he went off for a couple of minutes and he was just giving his opinion. Like the OG's got to step aside sometimes, you know, and and you know, let these young boys do what they do in relation to the Grammys. Like, you know, and some of that probably was, with that, was coming though, from him. Was, huh? was, this is the thing with that. Um sure he realizes this too but at one point in time OG's cared about the Grammys I don't a lot of people already know uh, Kanye's West his gripe was receiving a Grammy and then once he finally got his Grammy uh, Mm -hmm. he made times like Grammy family blah 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 and he decided to disrespect the Grammys Um, I think and we've talked about this in the years past as far as being a musician of course you want a Grammy what I'm saying once you get one, I mean, you've reached your pinnacle, you've you've achieved a lifetime or a lifelong goal. Like, for example, Tierra Thomas from Indianapolis, Indiana, recently she got her first Grammy this past uh, Grammy Awards. She said, mm-hmm. This is what I work for, all the time I've been doing this music business thing. So, I think it's a, a part of uh, once you reach that threshold. Mm-hmm. You become kind of bougie to the notion of Grammys, especially once you receive one. That's what I think it boils down to. I don't. I don't think it. Bo- it. I think they're saying that they don't want the Grammys. I think once they get it, it's kind of like ah, fuck a Grammy. After that, well, I don't well, know. that's kind of lame in itself. Jump well, in there, Lone. What, what do you think about? Mm-hmm. What do you think about the uh, that approach for what Roddy's saying? Do you, do you uh, feel I mean, where he's I, coming I, from or? Yeah, I, can, I mean, I can appreciate it. I mean, if your goal has always been to be, you know, to to have a Grammy and, you know, or, you know, if, if your experiences with it is good, then, you know, I, I get that. Um, I mean, I, and, and back to, to Terry's point, like, I don't I don't actually agree with that, to be honest. Like, I, I, I personally feel like if your threshold of success is the Grammys, then that's cool. But like, uh, I mean, getting a Grammy, being awarded one, is cool, but mm-hmm. like gauging your success and like that's not that's not necessarily what I'm saying. That's that's not necessarily but, what I'm saying, but it's part of what I'm saying. Yeah, and that part yeah, of finish, it, all, finish the all, point, all of that part of it, I don't agree with. Um, that side mm-hmm. of it, just because, uh, I mean, from the stance of maybe the people that have gotten it, um maybe they turn their nose up to it now that they've reached it they've reached it i i can see that but at the same time mm. um i don't know man i don't know if that's really like a lifelong goal for a lot of people you know like goal meaning like i have to get a grammy otherwise it's i'm you know like that's my pinnacle of success you know as far as that's concerned because the way that I even view it is just, it's so separate from the musicality and everything that's going on. You know, like it's, it's really a numbers game. I know we talked about this in the past, but it's, it's really a numbers game more than anything. And I don't know, man, I I don't, I personally don't, don't feel that from a, from a musical standpoint, it'd be cool to win a Grammy, but that's it. Like that's where it stops. You know what I mean? Like, you you wanted to uh, respond to that as well about you know what you said earlier. Basically, so I'm not saying that that's your main goal is to win a Grammy, but as a musician, 
that is definitely something that you wouldn't mind having on your resume and it shines on your resume as well and if but, you were in but a position that, to be invited to and win a grammy pretty sure you're not going to turn down that that invitation i don't know i mean i guess i just don't i i just don't uh relate to the argument anymore and maybe i would have in the past a little bit but I don't really see a ton of merit. Like, I feel like if you're in the position to win a Grammy, at that point, a Grammy probably doesn't matter as much anymore because your career is already doing what it needs to be doing. So, I don't know, man. Like, if somebody said, hey, you're up for a Grammy off some something I win, yeah, it, it's a cool accolade. Like, I, I, I'll agree with that it's a cool accolade, but I, I think that's where it stops, in oh, my opinion. For me personally, from a music standpoint, from a music standpoint, from a production standpoint, um, I understand, for example, what Jay Moore was talking about earlier, you know, with the culture and how things are perceived and how things are represented. I'm, I believe that shit 100%. I'm with you there 100%. We've had this conversation in the past, as you all have alluded to. Um, but in terms of the actual Grammy itself, like that is something that I thought about when I first started to make music, I used to talk to my mama about, man, what are these days we're going to go to the Grammys? When I'm going to take you to the Grammys. Like this was something that I thought about when I first started making music, that type of stuff. I'm not saying it was the end all be all, but you know, if, if I was blessed to get a Grammy nomination, shit, I'm going to be excited. I'm just being honest. I'm going to be very excited if I was, if I was to get a Grammy nomination, something that I worked on or something that I was a part of, whether be. it be album, film, Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be that's I guess it's kind of, I guess it's kind of a weird spot because you say on one hand you see how they be on the bullshit with the you know not showing the hip hop and the this and that. And I get that, I understand that, but I would be lying to myself if I didn't if I didn't if I said I wouldn't be excited if I got a Grammy nomination. That's just me keeping it a buck. I think um, my excitement throughout the years has decreased more and more the more that I realize that um the Grammys is a TV show, not an actual award show. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's not. It's it's like it, maybe early on, but even so, I don't I don't have the same story as you, Mike. I never had these grandiose idea of like, uh, yeah. cool, I, I want to win a Grammy. Like I never really cared, but it's but I did but I did but I do think it's a cool thing to win. But the more and more time passes, and the more that the more I do, and the more I release, and all this other stuff, like. Again, it's a cool mm -hmm. accolade. You know, it means that somebody is paying attention to you. So, you know, to Terry's point and to your point on that, like, I agree. Like, I think it's a cool accolade, but the merit of it is like, if, if I want it down to you now, if we're going to criticize it in one sentence, we can't give it the same type of accolades no. in the next. And I just, I can't, that's fair. I don't know. That's fair. So, look, you like, that's what I was mentioned. That's what I was speaking to when, you know, I kind of came off like I was a little torn because of what you just said, because everything we've talked about is a fair assessment. Hey, you know, but I, like I said, I would be lying, you know, if, if I got one and, you know, and I, I would just be mad excited about it. I just, I'll keep it a buck. I'll be honest, but I, I you know, I've always, I, yeah. And it's dope. Are different. It's cool. You know, and it's, it's dope. Cool. No, and it's dope. It, regardless, it's dope when when people that we know get nominated for cool shit like that. You know, it's like, all right, cool. It just means they're paying attention to it. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you got but, a Grammy, I'd be I'd be hype. 
sharing probably that be shit. more hyped than me. Like I know that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I definitely but, would be more hyped than you would. <laughs> well, you know, and it, no, and I know this, and, and this is gonna get some folks mad, but I, you know, the folks will get mad. It's all right. That's what we do. They'll be all right. Watch or listen to our show, but It'll be all right. The fact that the Grammys has found a way <clears throat> to give Album of the Year to Taylor Swift three times, don't, and I think she makes good music, sometimes great them. music, but. For you to say this is album of the year three times, that she got album of the year again, I'm like, come on! I don't. I think, like, you know, when you think about who's never even won it once, that's what really blow. Like, that's what blows your mind about giving it to her three times. And the thing is, I think she is exceptionally talented, but to like, Mm -hmm. I you know, she Prince never won album of the year once. And Taylor Swift has three yeah. album of the years. Three. It's yeah. hard for me to deal yeah. with that, you know. But you know, once again, we respect see, that. We we see we, we know who votes. You know, people with, who got kids who probably listen to Taylor Swift all the time, and <clears throat> you know, I'm not surprised. You know, and and then when it's not Taylor Swift, you know, it's Adele who once again I think is exceptionally talented. Um. But, you know, if she, whenever Adele puts out another album, I guarantee you it's going to be nominated for album of the year. Because once again, people have shitty taste in music. So when they can point to something, it's like, but I like this. So if I like this, my taste in music can't be that bad. But, you know, those same people who love Adele would never, li- you know, if I yeah. say, hey, do, do you uh, do you like Marsha Ambrosius? And they'd be like, I don't even know who that is. I'd be like, who is that? You know, and and from the, from the who she's patterning her whole career off of. You know, talk think about him. Talk to him. So when we were alive, when when uh, Michael Jackson was winning every fucking thing, you know what I'm saying? So I can attest that there was a point in time where the person that was winning was the one that was supposed to be winning. Yeah, the yeah. Outcast I mean, won album of the year. These are accolades below. These are accolades for the record industry. So I'm not going to act like, you know, Michael Jackson sold all them records. He should have won all those awards. You know what I'm saying? Because and and it was and Thriller was an incredible album. It was a the genre defining. Just to have album. cold music with it. But you know, sometimes when you look at the people, it's like sometimes they're like, okay, we're going to now. I think their category. We're going to give them a. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Billie Eilish is now in that category. They're going to give her the award. Uh, at one point, she's about, M- she about to hit a lick over the next few at, years. At one point, when Eminem, he, it didn't matter what he put out, he was going to run rap album of the year. Um, it doesn't matter what um, Adele puts out, she's going to win album of the year. And it's like, okay, we'll we'll nominate certain artists. Okay, I'll just say it. we'll nominate Beyonce. And like I said, I think it's great that she has twenty eight you know, Grammys or whatever, and she broke this record, but almost all of them are in the R&B category. And I think that's fine because you know what? She's dominated that genre of music, but she's dominated pop music over the last 20 years as well. You know, and it's great. She has 28 Grammys. She's dominated. It's great. She has actually dominated pop more than she dominated, dominated R&B. If we, yeah. So it's, it's great. There we go. It's great that Beyonce has 28 Grammys, but you know, when she should, when she probably deserves thirty-five, there's still an issue there. You know, hey, you at, at the, the end of the day, really, go ahead, Long. The, Gra- the Grammys hey, is just an industry circle jerk, man. The end. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, he he made a good yeah, point with uh, exactly. what you call it about Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, and also about uh, Ellis. She about to come up in the next few years. Like I, I want to start it's watching just, the count because she about she's she about to be next, quote unquote. It's, she on yeah, deck. Taylor Swift, she Adele, Billy Eilish, uh, Billy Eilish. It's just Billie they Eilish. just recycle different uh, you know white women with different types of music backgrounds, and that's who's the main the mainstay is. Amy Winehouse. 100%. Like, you know, because the same thing with, with Amy Winehouse. I love her. She was dope. Yeah, music. She was dope. But she was you dope. know what? The same people who would who go on about Amy Winehouse didn't know anything about Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Right. You know what's crazy, so, man? Like, the, the cra- rest in peace craziest thing I've heard, craziest thing I've heard is, and I didn't even realize this until Jay Moore just said it, and it, it kind of... <laughs> I poured a little more water on my uh on my Grammy my Grammy speech because Taylor Swift got three albums of the year. <laughs> That's a damn shame. Yo, now, now think about that, why, man. Why Kanye was so pissed off? Man, it makes me it makes me sit back and think after hearing that. Like, yo, that's a good point, man. She got three albums of the year. Word. But Kanye's mad like after know, the fact too, though. Like Kanye's thing is a little different. Like he's hating after. Well, he's Kanye's born also one. mentally ill, and I'm not saying no, that, that too. Yeah, yeah that's but, true. I, I, you know, openly bipolar. That's facts. Go ahead, Long. No, nah, I'm just you know, it's it's like we're trying so hard to give merit to the yeah. Grammys. We're trying. We're like giving them yeah. like constantly. I'm not even talking about us. I mean, just in general, like m- mm-hmm. music lovers are trying so hard to you know. Like you guys can figure it out, you know. But at the end of the day, it's a you know, it's yeah, an award I mean, show, man. That's just because that's where they set the bar. Just like an, an athlete, even though you make it to the NBA, you would love to go to the Olympics as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And same yeah. thing with uh, other sports that are played in the Olympics. It's just a a bar that's set for you to get to a certain level. It's kind of a goal to reach. Now, Isaiah Thomas still mad about the Olympics. To a lot of music. Exactly. It may not be that important to a lot of musicians, but it is something nice to have and, and to show off and have it on your resume. But sure. yeah, uh, Taylor Swift winning album of the year three times. It's a crock of shit. We all know that Macklemore winning hip hop album of the year against Kendrick Lamar. That was some Good bullshit. Mad City was total. That was some bullshit. But you know what? And, hey, and make that hey, shit right. But you know what the thing is with that? Kendrick Lamar is now in that category. If he if he puts out an album, you know, in a, in a few months, it's a it's a wrap for anybody else in that category. They're going to give him like because they're going to try to they're still trying to make up for so man, he, making Macklemore album. He won for uh, he's won he's won every alone. Grammy he's been not he's won every Grammy he's been nominated for since. Up since mm-hmm. loan that, that loan that might be an emote man overcorrection <laughs> that might be an emote man it's uh, um, well f- specifically nah. for the Grammys that's what they do every year you know I think they did the best thing ever in a long time this year but still oh, no. Tyler, you know. Tyler the Creator won a Grammy oh, they, this year yeah oh, and yeah. he criticized it I'm still. not mad at that you know because still criticized I'm not it. mad at it either yeah. yeah I'm not mad at that he he's dope and you know everything that we're hitting on is is facts like loan I, I think um. On a, a part of my the, the appeal of it also is you know kind of like they were talking about with the uh, you know the mantelpiece situations like oh man I come over Mike's house mom's house and he got a Grammy up on you know what I mean like that I mean, type of stuff look probably if you really want one well. I can get I can get I can get one made for you if it really means that much to you, you know? 
Like, <laughs> yo, and it. drinking when we all get and together. Right. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, Lone, if you make me one, man, I'll I'll display that mug with lights and uh, I'll have it rotating and shit. So, that's, just that's tell me what up. you want to. Just tell you. me what you want to win it for. You know, which which uh, piece of music you, you've done. You know what? Me knowing you as long as you, you being my brother, and me knowing you as long as I have. Part of me wants to just let you engrave it, but I'm still kind of scared because I don't know what I would get. So mm. I, I'm 50-50 on that. I kind of want you just to freestyle it and come up with whatever you come up with. And who I'm knows gonna give what the it, hell I win you, for. You're going to win the win the Grammy for uh, oh, shit. I for, said that. for uh, What Baby You Know Way 280. No, <laughs> 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 oh, they don't know nothing about that, man. With the harmony. classical composition. <laughs> <laughs> right. What Baby You Know. Gospel, right? Gospel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Experimental if, gospel. Look, if any rapper should have won the best gospel album, it should have been uh, Snoop Dogg uh, for uh, the Book of uh, Book of Love. Um, Talk to Lecrae too, man. People be sleep on Lecrae. That boy can rap. You know, they got bars. But, then, but you once again, Kanye uh, West is another one of those artists where it's like, all right, just give him the Grammy. That's year, yeah. even though he pissed yeah, off, after he pissed off the Grammy. On it last year and one album of the year this year. Ain't that a bitch? Uh loaned. Are we are we good to shout out the partners real quick before we yeah. go to the uh next portion? Yeah, we're gonna come back to the Grammys, I guess, right? Yeah, yes, sir. I mean, we got there's a couple other things in there. Uh let's see. Let's see if we can find the partners here. We'd like thank to thank our partners, partners for the new, new old heads, heads podcast. No bad ideas clothing company, Coleman Dental, Printfinity. Indie CD and Vinyl, Sun King Brewery, and the hub for all things New Old Heads, BringingDownTheBand.com. Remember, once you type Bringing Down The Band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Shout out to our partners. We really appreciate uh, appreciate them, and as I always say, we get, we're continuing to try to uh, advance those relationships. They've really been looking out for us, some longer than others. But you know, our newer partners, we appreciate them just the same. So, shout out to Sun King. I see you long with the product placement. Let me jump yep. back in the chat and make sure uh, I didn't leave anybody out. Flood. Let's see. Gotta go back to a couple comments. David Peck, I don't really care about a Grammy, but I'd be geek if I got nominated. Yeah, we in the same boat on that one, Peck. Uh, it's still a high honor. Uh, the Flood says, back in the day, a Grammy win would turn into a boost of record sales. That's facts. That's a good uh, point. Corey, <laughs> Corey T, I see you, bro, my East Coast family. Grammy is cool. Shouldn't be the bar. That's what Corey T says. Really wasn't no James Brown though, man. Don't get. I'm not about to get you started on James Brown, man. We you can't even put them two together, man, <laughs> against each other. Uh, the flood right. said, "New old heads preach." Yes, sir. We preaching tonight. Uh, RT said, "Nah, I can't front on Thriller." David Peck said, "Laugh out loud, Macklemore." <laughs> yeah, that was a robbery. Yeah, man. I'm. You know, everybody knows that was a robbery, like a mug. I I still think Nipsey should have won over Cardi B. I'm standing on that. Mm-hmm. That's a robbery. Yeah, that's that's a straight robber, a Keelan right there. Did y'all see? Uh, apparently, there was a. I didn't see it, but I'm reading the article. And this is on uh, NME. It was a Keelan. Uh, MF Doom is MF Doom fans are upset at Grammys uh, failed as the Grammys failed to capitalize the late rapper's name. I guess there was a screen tribute. You know how they showed the uh, the picture of uh, him holding a finger up and. 
I like stars and shit in the background. It says MF. Yeah, it says MF, capital M, capital F, capital D, and then lowercase O-O-M. People start snapping on uh, on Twitter going nuts about, you know, the blatant disrespect there, and everybody knows how it's supposed to be spelled. You know, it's crazy. That kind of goes back to what we talked about, which has been somewhat the theme tonight, about how the rap category, you know, gets played. Like, how do you not know to spell his name correctly? Like, does this even just speak more to how out of touch they are? I mean, it's MF Doom. It's MF Doom. You know, Goodwill. Right. But they don't. This, this, is, this, what, this is what we've been talking about the whole time. You know, Goodwill, they don't know shit about I, MF Doom. They don't know shit it about is, it. They just know that it was an artist that a lot of people followed and he passed away. There's there's no there's way. no 20, there's no 28 to 35 year old on the staff somewhere that can correct this shit. Like, is no, everybody baby boomers in the room? When, when they do those chirons, I, I know this because, you know, the little bit of experience I have uh, producing and directing for television. When it's time to put all that stuff together, you know, the person who's probably doing it is probably doing it and they're they're carrying it to the letter of the law of how you spell things in um, regular English. You know, they're not going off of, you know, uh, of something. Even if they see MF Doom, all the letters capitalized, they're still going to follow, you know, how think how, uh, you know, proper names are spelled um, outside of um, initials. I'm not surprised by this. I don't think it's something we should be too angry about. I'm surprised they even uh, included MF Doom because they're just there are people they forget every year. That shocked me more than the the spelling situation. The fact that they even that shocked any of y'all. The fact that they even put him up there and outside of the spelling, I, I didn't like, think they. I didn't think they put it up there. I didn't. I, uh, you know, yeah. I didn't think they would. They they they're just people they forget every year. And I thought MF Doom was going to be one of those people. Oh, what you think what about a, that? Just the idea of them even putting him up there. Put him. Is that up a shock to you? Like when they do the, I've never watched that, the Grammys. I don't. I don't know. Okay, when they do, the, when they do the in in memoriam, when they and they and they. Do, oh, I see. Yeah, when they. He's never watched the Grammys ever in life. Yeah. No. Uh, never. <laughs> but. Actually, believe uh, me. What I would say is. I, I have no, I have no like historical reference point, right? So I don't know what they've done in the past and all yeah. this other stuff. Doom was a huge name for for independent musicians, so it would make sense for him Agreed. to be on there. Um, you know, he's he's got a song called "All Caps." Shouts to David in the chat. Even all caps when you spell the man's name, like it, it's it's known, like from a certain level that you spell. MF Doom with all caps, and even when he just went by Doom later on, and for some stuff that he was doing, um, I don't think it was intentionally, you know, harmful. Mm-hmm. But um, you kind of want to get people's names right, you know what I mean? So I can I can see why certain hey. hardcore fans are upset for the simple fact of understanding their fan base and what that fan base is. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he's mentioned, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was on purpose, <laughs> but I doubt um, very much. Wasn't that, on purpose. See, and, and I don't This goes to what you purpose. said earlier, as far as MF Doom is is fans are definitely the group of people who don't give a fuck about Grammys, right? So is is kind of is yeah. kind of yeah. that that uh, ironic thing that 
um, MF Doom wouldn't be nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Like, they they put the memoriam up and, and they obviously got it wrong because it's the Grammys. They don't know shit about MF Doom. People are still shitty right. about it. Yeah, man. And you know, and have it both ways. I I feel like people want the Grammys to be great. Everybody wants the Grammys to be great. You know what I mean? And once yeah. wants them to be that representative. Like every year, I'm rooting like. I mean, I don't care about them, but I'm looking at the categories. Like, I hope they get it right this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would be it would be nice. So when they uh, fuck up, like this was a fuck up, <laughs> even if it wasn't um, intentional, it's it's still gonna look bad on you. You know, and it just means that maybe you need to have, uh, I don't know, different people yeah. around or something. I don't I don't know how they're built. So I, I mean, I don't know who's on their board. Maybe it was just maybe it was just yeah. a typo. Who knows? So, yeah, I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Um, uh, you know, something that was done on purpose. But uh, that's true. Certain, just certain shit you just got to get right, man. Like, do your research and, you know, like the theme of what we talked about tonight. Like, they probably don't even give a fuck. Like, he passed away. Let's you know, his name you know what this person's job was. This person's job was to Google a good picture of this artist. The name on the picture. Yeah. What I will say. Job was they had no idea the artist that they was typing the name of. Yeah. His name was probably spelled right when he go- when they Googled the image. That's the bad part. It was probably I'll spelled right. Well, my name, the spelling of my last name. If I tell mm-hmm. you the spelling of my last name, people still spell it wrong. I can literally tell you how to spell my last name. People will spell it wrong. So. I mean, my name got spelled wrong in this in the Swiss tournament stuff. So I had David Linkwis email me over the weekend and said, "Is this you? There's a longevity in this." I was like, "Yeah, that's probably me." <laughs> you know. So I mean, hey. it's it's hey, um, and, and this one even more so. Like the reason why I don't think it's as big of a deal is because it's not like they misspelled it. They just didn't capitalize all the letters, so they probably just didn't know. You know, and so it is kind of a cult type yeah. of thing in a way. Yeah. And and even more so, like, I don't know if you guys are hip to a lot of underground producers, but a lot of underground producers spell their names with symbols and weird shit all over the place anyways. And as a blogger for years, like, yeah. sometimes I looked at stuff like, you want me to type this out this way? You know, so, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, Look, one time uh, I, had, it's, it's... I had to transcribe an E-40 um interview uh and it you, you know when you type Some out game in that interview when you type out how he talks it looks like another language mm-hmm. like you you know just imagine actually typing out how e40 talks you know in a casual conversation when he's you know very comfortable like it doesn't you know because first of all you're like okay i know that word but i know that's not how i meant it i don't know how this is going to come <laughs> off you know, so there. Like once again, there's also sometimes there's just a bit of hey, a man. translation. A lot, some things get lost in translation. I don't think it was yeah. intentional. I don't think 40, it was meant to be disrespectful. Agreed. Forty is a national tre- national treasure, man. Anytime you can say back up like a sea crab in an interview and keep going, national treasure, man. Like we, I'm 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 ready for eight more eight forty albums so I can listen to them alone. Like I can't wait for them to drop more product. That's real. Uh, <laughs> excuse me chat says uh 
<laughs> Corey T says they ain't spelling Barbara Streisand name wrong. <laughs> I feel I feel you on that. D Frog said uh, Wiki says MF Doom. Oh, Wiki says MF Doom. Just like they had a spell for the Grammys. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe the person that was working at just went to Wiki. How about that? Uh, that's probably why. Okay, D Frog. Good point. I didn't. I didn't get that. And Defrog was being petty. He said maybe it was on purpose to create controversy. I don't know about that, Defrog. I don't know about that. All right, so let's see. How much time we got left? I know we started a little. I got 12 minutes. Shit, so somebody might have went on there and did it to be funny. True. True. You know, they do have an edit button. I keep forgetting about that part. So either way, man, get the shit right, man, at the end of the day. All right, so we got about 12 minutes left. Before we get out of this episode, let's see. I'm all pretty much Grammy down on that one. All right, let's uh, let's talk about. I, I brought this up in our our um, actually before we came onto the pre-show. Uh, I brought up Brooklyn MC Sky Zoo, and he to me is an interesting MC because he's been rapping. His first project came out back in 2006. It was a project with Ninth Wonder. Oh, Cloud Nine, uh, which I remember listening to. I remember when Long got it, um, and we were listening to that. But there was an article posted about him that pretty much talked about how long he's been rapping and how consistent he's been as an MC all these times. And guys, it has always been an interesting conversation for me amongst my friends or homies or artists that I know who like his music. I always hear sometimes. Sometimes I hear Fam has gone above and beyond where I expected him to be. I hear other people say maybe shorten his career up to this point because he didn't get a lot of notoriety. He didn't get a lot of, uh, you know, quote unquote exposure that that person felt like he should get. And some people feel like he's just been an incredibly talented MC. So since he's been putting out projects and he's been very consistent and he's dope on an all time greats. Um, I always look at him as someone that I believe doesn't get a lot of props that he should get because of how consistent he is. Um, how do y'all feel about Sky, man? Just from a standpoint of, you know, we talk legacy a lot and he's been rapping long enough. You know, Jay Moore made this point where we can actually talk about his legacy and impact on the culture more on the underground. Uh, but he still is a very impactful artist. Like, when you think about Sky Zoo, how do y'all see his career in terms of where he where he is to this point? Lone, I'll come to you first. I know we've been, uh, put. I think you may have even put me on Sky if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that, but you may have. How do you see it, man? What's what's your what's your take his career and uh, his legacy as an MC? He's a really dope, consistent MC. I mean, oh. he puts out back to back, back to back to back, great projects. Um, he's one of the most uh, thought provoking writers. Um, from a standpoint, you always know that when. You're going to listen to a Sky Zoo project. You should always go into it knowing that the production is going to slap pretty heavy, especially if you like boom bap esque beats most of the time. Um, he's always going to be consistent with that. Um, but also that uh, his writing is very nuanced and it's it's very deep and there's layers to it. And so, if you're somebody that loves to loves the lyrical side of hip hop. And loves to pick apart all that stuff. You can get lost in Sky Zoo's bars. Um, it could take you a long time to decipher stuff. Um, so, but it's also delivered in a very consumable manner. 
you know it's in, in a way that's very easy to take in the only knock that i would say that i've heard from people about sky is that you know he is consistent you know it's he doesn't really switch his style up that much as far as like how he delivers and uh you know exactly what you're going to get from him so um you know that's for any individual to decide you know based upon like what you like and and all that good stuff um you're not going to hear him really do a lot of trap cadences and rap over trap beats you know he's going to do his thing and i think he does it really well uh I don't remember when I first heard Skyzoo exactly, but it was probably 2008 or nine. So it probably wasn't me that put you, or maybe I heard about him before that. I don't know. I, feel I like know we Abe. talked about Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine, maybe. I, like I said, I could be wrong. Maybe might have been Poppy. Might have been Abe. Might have been Poppy Amon because he was a huge fan. I know. But yeah, what what I will say is that live from the tape deck with him and Ill Mind was one of oh my, my favorite God. projects for a long time. So you talk about um, slaps. Yeah. But at the same time, so, I mean, I've been listening to him for about 10 years, give or take. To, to me, it's kind of interesting to talk about legacies. You know, it's really only kind of been a decade since I've really been listening to his music. Um, but I'll let you guys talk about it. All right, J-Div, jump in, man. What's your thoughts about Sky? I think Sky is dope, man, but about the, the lane he's in he hasn't tried to jump over into that mainstream um semi-mainstream lane to kind of project his career to another level he's he's been cool being where he's at and and i appreciate him a lot of people actually appreciate the hands that he takes and, and where he's at because you never hear sky zoo with mainstream artists i know that the article or whatever you're referencing is talking about 20 years but that's kind of like saying uh, somebody we know from here that we may have known for seven or eight years, and then they make it to the next level, mm-hmm. and a lot of more national people start paying attention to them. Then that's technically where their time starts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- it's probably somebody that was around when he was making those uh, those uh, tracks or whatnot to say twenty, but I'm along the lines alone kind of like that 10 to 12 year range as far mm-hmm. as how long I've been messing with Scott. And I mean, he, he definitely has classics in his repertoire. Um, to him. He doesn't, doesn't switch up his cadence a lot per se, but it still sounds fresh. If that makes any sense. Cause you know, a lot of people, uh, rappers you can listen to and they they keep that same delivery even like the newest one uh the baby everybody knows the baby flow mm-hmm. the exact same every time but it sounds the same every time somebody like sky zoo yeah. he can kind of keep that same cadence and delivery but that he raps and switches it you say switches it up because it's the same thing but y'all kind of understand what i'm saying though yeah, yeah, I follow how he puts yeah, his words together. Um, the stories he even has to go back and say the shit slow sometimes. I don't know if anybody's seen him in person. He'll rap the song. He'll be like, "I want y'all to really listen to this shit." He'll slow down exactly what he's saying. Yep. Those that didn't catch it, and I mean, dude is dope, man. He, but he's an artist, artist. He's one of those people that that you would say, uh, "I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper." 
because like even with, with uh young Chris, people don't remember how dope young Chris was. Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? Right. Is he pretty much I'm, I'm with you there? Is he followed Chris's cadence? Just did his own thing with it. Lo and behold, young young Chris had bars. Still got bars. Yeah. But and he great. He could be in that conversation as well. As far as um artists who who may not get their flowers or who people don't check for like that, because I mean, dude is still dope. Simple as that. But um definitely give props to Sky Zoo. Um he, he's a dope artist, he's an artist artist, and just is what it is. Unfortunately, he's just in that lane where a lot of people don't don't get to hear him like they should. From a leg from the before I come to Jay Moore from a legacy time frame standpoint, to give y'all a reference. Think Me Later by Drake came out in 2010. We can definitely have a legacy conversation about him in 2021. So just just for just for reference. Jay Moore, jump in there. Well, you know, I think it's this is the crazy thing about hip hop. You know, when we talk about legacies, a lot of times their legacy that have been solidified by the time an artist gets to be 25. Now I'm taking it back to say the golden era, um, you know, depending on how you feel and what a golden era is. But when you talk about artists like Big Daddy Kane, Rock Him, uh, you know, even our conversation, you know, about Run DMC and the Fat Boys from a few week, weeks ago, um, yeah. most of these guys had made. I'll throw LL Cool J in there. They had made their career-defining moves musically by the time they were 25. You know, so it's it sounds crazy to say, oh, well, this, you know, here's somebody who's our age, and we're talking about, you know, a legacy artist and and what is their stamp in the game and and how should we look at them? You know, especially with the level of uh of art that Skyzu has given us. You know, um, he he had he's given, you know, he hasn't one of those people that just disappears for 12 or 13 years and is like, hey, I'm back. No, like, you know, he's been consistent in his releases um, as not only his quality, but just as far as frequency. You know, I think that's that's also something that you can play into it. Um, you know, with somebody like this is the thing. A lot of times in this, I, th- I think we can kind of tie this a little bit back into our Grammy conversation. Because, okay, there are people who have won Grammys and they've been the toast of the town. And you know what? We don't hear from them ever again. That Grammy, it was that Grammy and then it was a slow decline into obscurity after that, you know. Um, But then there are artists like Sky Zoo, somebody who the mainstream doesn't particularly know. But if you're a hip hop junkie, you have a, a, a genuine appreciation for. And, you know, he's able to, as far as I know, um eat off of rap you know so you know i for him that might be his grammy the fact that he can he can live off of music you know maybe he's not driving around in in, uh in benzes and rolls royces or whatever but you know the fact that he can devote comfortable you know he can devote his he can devote his life to his art you know for some people that's the grammy you know, the fact that you can devote your life to your art and not have to do something else, you know, to maintain and make sure you can feed your kids and, uh, and and keep yourself, you know, sheltered. You know, I know for I know for most people I know who are really artists like that's the goal. That is the reward. That's the, the ultimate, you know, I don't know, 
whatever mountaintop is like, hey, can I eat off a wrap? Okay, well, I've made it. Damn a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Like... The, the fact with that I'm not mad at that. The Grammy is so the fact that someone like Nas has been able to he's been able to not only live but thrive without a Grammy. I mean, okay, to for us, what does a Grammy really mean? You know, so Sky Zoo, um, you know, long story short about what I'm trying to say is is he's been able to be consistent in 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 the, the level and the consistency and quality of his art, but also be able to have people like us care enough about him to even talk about him and still, you know, enjoy his records. And so I think, I think to tie it all back, that's that's really the goal. You know, Grammys are nice, but if, look, if I could have young MC's career who won a Grammy or I could have Sky Zoo's career, which I'm going to take Sky Zoo's career. I'm 100% taking Sky Zoo's career. Stone Cold Ryman is the first CD I ever bought. But I love you know, but I'm just Sky saying. Haircut over, uh, over uh, his haircut. <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, that brother's made a successful career off of hip hop by making dope shit. He's been uh, consistent. And uh, I'm a fan. I, I look forward to any time he drops. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to give flowers to people, man. And he's one of those dudes I feel like deserves it. And I hope he continues to put out dope product, uh, continue to advance the culture, man, because he, he's is a, definitely a gem in, their, in the hip-hop game for sure. Um, looks like we about I just seen him actually make a post where he went to go check out a, a, what's my guy, Westside Gun's new store. You know, he just opened a store in Buffalo in the mall. Yeah, yeah, I heard about saw that. that uh, Sky Zoo posted him he must get on the plane to go support his guy Westside Gun. So, as you can see, he has connects in, in the cat's Everybody else might know about which guy Zoo, whether they know about him or not. All right. Thing about that Westside Gun connection is, uh, he was one of the first people to feature Westside Gun. Sky Zoo was, so you could tell they created a bond early. Like that's 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 a huge sign of respect for Griselda to be where they are now, and him to still yeah. be cool with Westside Gun and Biddy and all them mm-hmm. cats. They still show love. I mean, so and, and shout out to West Side Gun as well for bringing a, the first black-owned art gallery slash store to the Buffalo area, man, in the mall. Like, he did it back at the crib where he's from. It's black-owned. So salute to that brother, man, for putting that back in, uh, in the Buffalo area. I think that's extremely dope. And I noticed the line, you know, everybody talk about the nostalgia with Zelda. I saw a lot of 20 and 22-year-old white kids in that line to get into that store. So, you know, they're doing something right. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, so before we get out of here, is there anything I missed? Anything else y'all want to say uh, before we uh, before we rock out? Yeah, uh, green Newport boxes can make a finger talk. <laughs> Go listen Yo. to Krylon by Sky Zoo. Hey, Fluid said, "Young <laughs> said, Young MC Shag was on point. <laughs> His Shag was hey. undeniable." And once again, like I'm not dissing, I'm really not dissing you. Like I said, Stone Cold Rhyming is really a great record. You know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not Uh, go back, go back uh, and listen to Stone Cold Rhyming. I'm cool. Go back and listen to that. On that, Terry gave you that. On that note, (laughs) yeah. On on that note, y'all make sure y'all go check us out on Patreon. Make sure you subscribe. Always remember to subscribe on Twitch as well as we continue to grow the brand here. We appreciate the support. Support as always, the frog I see, the peck, the flood, 
all the usual suspects, Bless man. We appreciate y'all being in the chat. And, uh, stick around with us for a little post show, post show action. You know, we're going to talk crazy for a little bit. And we'll see so y'all next week. Yeah. Peace. Yeah.